Hey everyone, welcome to Group Text. I know everyone, this whole group of listeners, really big reality junkies. So we always know we're excited when we get some uh, some really awesome reality peeps. Joining me today from, from Selling Sunset, easy for me to say, Mary Fitzgerald and Romain Bonnet. Did I do that right? <laughs> there you go. You crushed it. Romain Bonnet. Yeah. First of all, first of all, welcome. Thank, Thank you. We, this is this is a long time coming. We've been trying to get this on the books for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. You're just as busy. If not, you're probably more busy than we are. I've been on a reality show. No, nothing is <laughs> longer hours and busier. Um, before we get into Selling Sunset, which what is this, the fifth season? Yeah. Uh Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. And you are (laughs) clearly not a well person, Mary, for hanging in that long (laughs) on a reality show. And Romaine, we'll get to your special piece of psycho that you jumped into (laughs) it. Um, That's true. When doing my research, Mary, I'm fascinated that you ascended Ball State in Muncie, Indiana. Yep. <laughs> and the median home price, hold on, is 124000 That's probably generous, yeah. It's what <laughs> made you go, I can do this and I can do this in L.A.? Yeah. Well, I, I didn't do real estate when I was in Indiana. Um, I went to college for radiology. And so I moved out to California. I know, totally different. Uh, moved out to California. There were no jobs available. And um, and I had a friend in a mortgage uh, brokerage. And so I was a loan processor for a uh, year, year and a half. And and that kind of eased me into real estate where, where I just switched over after a few years of being here because, I mean, why wouldn't you want to? I the, know, the- but... And everything here is amazing. Talk about a departure from what you studied. Oh, yeah. Your parents must have been like, you're doing what? <laughs> well, I put myself through college, so um, they didn't really, they didn't really um, have an care. opinion on it. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> Did you lay in wake at night and think about all those nights of studying have just like, I, I didn't know I was good at this and you found your, your place in real estate. And yeah. you're a killer. <laughs> thank you. And, and I mean that as a compliment. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I hope so. Yeah, it's very different for sure. But I don't know. I, I think I just, uh, I found a passion for it. And, and there was a shortage in, the, in that industry. And so... I don't know. Somehow I just, it was a smooth transition. I I don't really know how, but um, I do think about it though, from time to time that I could have just started with something else. I didn't have to struggle. And, and I, cause I was a single mom with a little son at the time and I've got scars all over me from falling asleep at the wheel. I was just exhausted and um, I didn't really have to go through that, but you know, hindsight. But and and it it turned out well for you. Do you remember your very first sale? Yeah, I do. What was yeah, it? It was in Redondo Beach. And yeah, how much um, was it? Oh, that's a, gonna be a tough one. I think it was like eight hundred and 
something. I said upper 800s. It was like 879 or 899, something like that. It was a, a townhome and in Redondo Beach. That's a huge first sale. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I got kind of got lucky, I think, because I just got my license 2008, like market crash right. and first time ever to start in real estate. So I, I feel like I got a little bit lucky, but I also was hustling like crazy too. Um, but I met someone at an open house and they wanted to list their property. So I listed that one. They ended up buying another home in Hermosa Beach and I, I sold them like a one point three, one point four million um in Hermosa. And then I sold something else to a um someone from the gym um that year and then one other. So I, I was like three or four sales in in the first year, which is almost unheard of. Yeah. As a newbie. I, I feel like I just got lucky and I don't know. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> you can't, that time and that year. You can't see Romaine over your shoulder, but he's like so cute and beaming. Like this is my, <laughs> this is my wife. So <laughs> awesome. Um, you know, and I, I am a big real estate porn person. Oh, like really? I sit on the websites and, and look at houses and, and we're going to get to that in the show because I feel like part of the show is just really good real estate porn. I wish there was more of it. Oh, well, so do I. I could I can watch those shows all day long. Have you ever had to absolutely list a disaster? Yes. What I do have. you do cuz I one of my best friends is a realtor. Uh-huh. And so I sometimes get to hear her side of it like, "Oh my god, what did I just walk into?" <laughs> do you remember yeah. your biggest Disaster where you walked in somewhere and goes, go, I don't know what I'm fucking going to do with this piece of shit. Oh, yeah, I do. And funny enough, I mean, and, and it's not a small price either on it. It was in the upper, it was like 20, what did we list that? 29 million or something like that. Um, but it was a Prince's old house. And I was co-listing it and walk in and it was it was somewhat of a development opportunity but then it was also a house they went there were a couple of different properties on the lot and and it was difficult anyway the sellers were difficult and um but you walk in and i can't even tell you there's like you need a black light to like <laughs> before you sit on anything there's like a, a club there's stripper poles there's like um like, there's all kinds of stuff um there's waterfalls coming out of the the like, fake rocks on a on um like in the pool area it's like a what used to be a clubber like a full club like at the house um <laughs> But it was kind of scary at the same time. I'm like, and don't touch anything. Yeah, it's like, please but do not touch the animals. Um, yeah. <laughs> isn't it amazing that only in LA, it's like a $20 million land opportunity? To <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody else, it seems crazy. But yeah, to, yeah. Well, I mean, it, I can't say it was worth that, but. Um, but it was, but it could have been, it actually could, I'm always optimistic. It could have been if someone was willing to take over and, and remodel one of the houses and, and do like separate the parcels, all the stuff that people get bored with this, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's insane. The, the land values are just out of control. Here. I would say again, only in LA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Only in LA. So you guys have lived out 
your romance and your marriage and all of these things publicly. And I've been on a reality show. I know how hard that can be. How do you... Okay, Mary, you signed up for it. You kind of knew what you were getting into. And here comes this man that you fall madly in love with. How did you convince Romaine that this is something he wanted to be a part of? Um, I don't know that I really needed to convince him. Um, I think we were both a little nervous um, because we were dating. How long were we dating before it started? Mm, a year and a half. Oh, it was a year and a half? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So we were dating for about a year and a half before it started. And I don't yes, think... yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um, and, and so I just, uh, I think we were both up for it, but it was, it was a little nerve wracking for both of oh, us yeah. though, because we didn't know what the show was going to be. It's not like someone that jumps in on season two or season three, where you're like, you have an idea. We're going in completely blind and we don't know how they're going to portray us. We don't know if they're going to twist our, our personalities. If, if, you know, I went into it to get more clients and to build my business and not just to be some star. And, and I'm like, is this going to ruin my career though? Cause I'm doing okay. I, I would like to do better, but I didn't, I didn't know if it could be like the end of my career. Yeah. Um, and then with us, like it, I think that was pretty tough in the beginning because people, people were not supportive on mm, season one. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say tough. I just don't care about what people say. So, oh, you've made that clear in the show. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> okay, fine. You got a fair point. Uh, yeah. Oh, I made you laugh. Regardless, I think it helps a lot, though, because if I had to care about, like, so, like, now, like, people got to know me and everything. So, yeah, we actually got, like, so much info. But it's true. The first season, like, they were all talking shit, saying, like, oh, but. Uh, I think you just here for the money, Marine, and then you know, is paying everything. So whatever it is. So it's true that that first, I guess, wasn't like that great. So someone that would have been sensitive and like read everything and care about like whatever everyone says about her, you know, the couple probably would have taken it wrong. Yeah. Uh, Mary was actually taking worse uh, than me. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't uh, care. I don't care what people say as much like to me personally. I, I don't get that much hate, thankfully, because I am more sensitive. Um, but when they say stuff about my man, then I'm like, excuse me? Then, <laughs> then, and I start getting all mad and, and defending him. And he's like, I don't care. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, I really couldn't care. Yeah. But, Which, by so the way, I is very that, French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't so care. I, uh, I, I need to be French. I, I <laughs> we all could use a little of that. Yeah. Yeah. He helped a lot, and then, uh, and then until I grow into like you know the person, like uh, everyone's uh, you know opinion, and then see me as who I was really, and everything. Well, yeah, uh, they, I think they gave you more, showed more of his personality. Yeah, and, and allowed people to really. Get and then to he know switched right more. away. I think after right away, season two, when they saw the way I was, when I not told my words and everything, when we got married, when they saw that you know I was actually not just here like to get the money. And then just for paper or whatever it was like and and then um yeah after people like start showing me a, a, a lot of love and then um yeah after we as of We're now, now we got like yeah 99 percent <laughs> of the people now it's like all supports and everything so no that's really great but it is hard i've i've lived for four years with a crew it yeah. gets very um 
oppressive. Yeah. And exhausting. It, it is exhausting. Do you, yeah, how do you manage when that? You're trying to work and everything at the same time and balance a lot of different things like between filming and then, and then juggling your work schedule around filming and, and press and like different collaborations and, and all different things like that. It's like, they, there's never enough hours in the day. I think like all of us have hoarse voices at all times because we're just nonstop talking and, and doing stuff. I always stuff. say like, I want like, I wish we could have some day of 48 hours. Yeah. yeah. It's too short and we run. And then sometimes we want like, um, it's like almost, it feels like sometimes you even lose a little bit of your privacy because it's like just nonstop, nonstop. Well, a lot of privacy. A lot of privacy. You lose a lot of privacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it's like sometimes you just want to, have that little space and then time for yourself and you know just for for us yeah. that uh, sometimes it's hard to get so how what you know it's it's hard because i have such a working knowledge of how these things come to be what was the first time that you both said wait a minute that is not how it played out because you have to have a lot of you realize that everybody fits into a specific quote unquote role yeah. And sometimes you're shocked at how they portray a situation, how they cut up a conversation. Have you had those moments where you go, wait a minute, that's not fair. That's not what I said. And that's not what I did. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we both agree the first season. It was really unfair because he's, I mean, he is a like chatty McAfee. And and he will just talk and talk and talk, and he's not. No, he doesn't. Not. Yeah, and he doesn't <laughs> get annoyed by things. And I think at that at our engage was it our engagement dinner? I think it was at our engagement dinner, and and the way it was edited, they kind of made it look like we're Jason. Oh and no, I we were just at uh, there was just a dinner, just a basic dinner at Jason. Oh, was it? Yeah, just at Jason, and they they end up by I think it was a uh, who was there. Heather or Amenza? No, Amenza was the Heather it or, it or whatever. What so, so they were asking questions about like, you know, with, uh, or maybe Christian was asking you about like uh, Jason and Mary when they were dating. And so, um, and so I explained my point of view of why I didn't care and everything. And so, but they cut all this part of where I explained it. And so they just met, so while they put the, while they, they tell the situation between them two. They have his facial expressions like he's annoyed. And they just keep and, seeing me like looking down. Oh, I wasn't like, I but I just, <laughs> at one moment I was doing it. So they keep going back and forth with that expression, looking down with that little music, obviously on the back. <laughs> so it makes me look like I'm so annoying and everything. Oh, I didn't really care. Yeah. And then, um, and they didn't show me also talking that much on the season. So. Yeah, and That's then, yeah, I think that was the, the first and, and bit, probably the biggest thing, like, towards him. I mean, there's been other, in season five, there was something with us girls, like, where we're, we were, when I think Chelsea used to call this, like, um, like bullies or something, we were like, I mean, the way that was shown, though, I was like, there were, like, there was a lot of back and forth, and, and it was just us, like, saying, okay, well, Christy, you did this to me, and so this is why I feel this way. And it's like, okay, well, you also, this is why I feel this way. And it wasn't, like, like this big, like, everybody attacking. And then she was saying stuff in between, but it looked like everyone's just, like, ganging up on her. And then Chelsea says, oh, they're bullies. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, my God. I was like, that could not be further from the truth. But... Yeah, you I mean, have... Most, 
Most of the time it's portrayed very accurately though. Yes, I, I agree. You guys have told Us Magazine that the secret to your marriage is y'all don't see each other that much, <laughs> which obviously explains why my marriage to Ryan Gosling is going so well. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys are blissfully happy, aren't you? Beyond. <laughs> Granted, I we've never met, but I think that's the secret to this marriage. Yeah, you can never fight. Except <laughs> if, if you don't know each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he, you, you cannot know him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think that is that it is true. Honestly, well, yes and no, because I think sometimes we might be more on the edge with each other. But well, I guess that's yeah, true. but but mo for most part, it's true. We don't get to see each other. So I think that uh, unless we're having a bad day and we come home and we pissed, then <laughs> usually it gets faster to get to an argument. But most of the time, we don't see each other that much. So it's true that when we go home, it's uh, like a, we cherish those like times. a little piece of like, you know, during the day. And so we just like, you know, enjoy like here because it's always like really short. So we just try to cuddle for a minute and then kiss and then it's true. And, so we don't get, <laughs> and then I'm like, bye bye. <laughs> night night. So just, you know, when I start to feel like, oh, it might start to get amped up. I'm like, bye bye. <laughs> you know? And then you wake up in the morning before, usually I wake up before her, so I, come, so I don't see her in the morning, so I come <laughs> back after. Well, hey, that was what, 24 hours ago, huh? so we good. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we learned how to squash things pretty quick now. Yeah, yeah. you have, Mary, you have a, a, a son. Yeah. And how old is he? He just turned 25. Oh, my son's 21. Oh, wow, okay. Isn't it amazing, Roman closures, just how dumb boys are until a certain age and I don't know if you're going to and I'm, I love my son more than those the, I always say you are my heart and soul but yeah. he does do stuff and he just like where you're just like how did you think this was going to end up for you yeah like, well I, I do have the same guys at work though because so, uh, I have I have like some younger guy that comes to work with me and sometimes there's a hole here and a hole here and I say patch this hole and they won't patch it but you didn't tell me I'm like but they were like five inches away. Like, I mean, like, yeah. what you, you know what I mean? And sometimes it's just common sense. Well, he's, he's more mature, even though he's young. But yeah, my son is like, he is so brilliant. Like, so, so smart. But I I think I had a really hard time, which is kind of why um, he's now in the Air Force, because I pushed him in that direction to get a little bit of discipline and stuff. He's graduating next week. So. Oh, congratulations. Um, yeah, I know. Super excited. Um, but yeah, I had to go through this with him because I'm very motivated. I'm, I'm not as smart as I am motivated. I mean, his brains, I mean, I'm smart, but not like him. I get what you're saying. My son's at Berkeley and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and so when they don't do something or they're just slacking, I'm like, what well, are yeah. you doing? Like I put him through college. He didn't, he didn't like graduate. Like he did like all these things, but he's so brilliant. I'm like, stop wasting your mind. The world needs your brain. Please stop wasting it. And, and I think he just didn't know he's like, boys are slow to mature and he didn't know what he wanted to do. So he just didn't do anything, I think. And so I was just supporting him until a couple months ago when he went to boot camp. And, and finally I'm like, dude, enough is enough here. Like you're, you are, you can do all the tech stuff that you want in the air force. You're not going to go to war. You're not going to do anything like by doing that, you'll get your education paid for if you want to go back. They'll have pay for housing. They'll pay for everything like this. You'll get discipline, um, like structure. 
that's what you need. Bye. And then once he left, I was like, no, oh my God. And I had a full on meltdown. It's so hard because I'm a single parent also and have one it's son. Tough. It is. I mean, we love our baby boys, no matter yeah. how big and smelly they get. <laughs> and they do get smelly. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, how do you? How did you protect him from the show? How did you? I mean, because my poor son, you know, is third generation of potentially going into the entertainment business, but he wants to be behind the camera. But he didn't yeah. just have a mom who was out there. He had a grandmother. Right. That was he, he grew up way again. out there. Yeah. How did you explain to your son, A, what you were planning on doing? Yeah. And how did he handle it when the show blew up? <laughs> you know, Austin, really Austin is a funny one. He's the only only kid his age that I can even think of or have ever met that doesn't care at all. He's not on social media. He has an account, hasn't used it since high school. Um, isn't on social media, doesn't care about about anything and he knew it was gonna be on a show i asked him if he watched it he's like uh no i was like oh yeah austin i got you a netflix account you haven't watched it no are you going to maybe i'm like don't you want to see what's paying your bills i'm like <laughs> no nope. like, and no and he didn't on season two i think he ended up watching it when um when he was on there like in our wedding but then and now once we went out i don't think he really understood um, and then we went out one time and, um, people came up to me, at, they, they pulled up in the car, they're like, Oh my God, Oh my God. And then, and then we walked into a store and people came up to like, you're my favorite. Oh my God. And, and he's just kind of sitting there going like, what is happening right now? And, and he just kind of looked at me and started laughing. I was like, do you want to watch the show yet? And he was like, not really, no. but that's weird. And I'm like, <laughs> Okay, well, whatever. I'm just mom to him. He really doesn't care. I mean, Cooper's very much the same way, and it's more of, for him anyway, it, it, it's it's definitely more of, please do not embarrass me. Please. And I understand because I was that way with my mom, like, oh, my God, please don't embarrass me. Yeah. You know? I, yeah, it's like no matter how successful your parents get or they are, it's they're still your parents. Yeah. And you're, you're like, God, you're so you're so annoying. You're yeah. So, you're, you're so embarrassing. <laughs> it, it's so interesting, and especially with you two, really having a large part of your relationship played out on TV. But I feel like I need a little bit of a flow chart to really <laughs> understand. Okay, so there's... You two, Chriselle, the dog, you have a dog somewhere in this relationship, and Jason. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is a lot of people. I, I need a flow chart. Yeah. So walk me through this. Oh, no. We okay. lost Romaine. Oh, uh, he had to open the door for somebody. Ah. Um, he, he's back. He's back. Did not try to say anything insulting? I'm like, oh my God, no, please just draw me a <laughs> we'll <kill> you. <laughs> exactly. Just someone draw. Uh, like, I feel like I need like the whiteboard and arrows yeah. and different colored markers. So I guess the way it happened. So uh, Nico was mine um, for many years. The dog. He was a baby. For dog. people under. Two dogs. Right. Yeah. Two dogs. So um, Nico was mine for until Jason and I dated, and then um, and then 
Um, and then after we broke up, then Jason decided he missed Nico. So he, we used to, I was really busy. So we started kind of like, he would watch him sometimes. Somehow it turned into joint custody. Then I started dating Romain. Jason and I decided that we wanted to get another dog. So we got Zelda. A couple of- bullshit. I didn't even know about it. I didn't <laughs> sign up for that. <laughs> and, and, and poor guy ended up helping um, potty train her. No, because so Jason because wants Jason a dog. Do <laughs> Jason wants a dog, but they don't want, he doesn't want the dog until he's potty trained. <laughs> Me was just like dating Mary for like a month. So every time I was, I was putting an alarm every in the middle of the night every time because to take the dog out because I couldn't handle to smell the poo in the room. Or you hear know? her whine. Right. Crate training. Crate yeah. training. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, after a month, I'm like. But th- that's his baby girl now. I mean, he oh. and her have such a great bond. And so now it's like, um, wh- you know, we just are dating. So it was, I didn't feel like I was doing something wrong. Like. You didn't like do anything wrong. Just friends. Yeah. And so, um, but now when I tell the story, it's a little messed up. But, um, <laughs> but so then Romaine and I start just we co-parent with with Jason. We share custody. And then when Chriselle started dating Jason, then um, then sometimes we would watch Gracie for her her dog. And then they would watch Nico and Zelda, and then it's all three of them. And then, like, we would all just like trade. It's like co-parenting. It was great. You realize it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's we I don't know. We have weird relationships, but I think it's mature. I, I no, I I I think I I agree. Like yeah. I'm very I have very close ga- guy friends and I do have a number of exes that are still very close friends. Yeah. And it takes a certain kind of man to be able to deal with that. Which is kind of where I want to pivot. Okay, let's see if I've got this right. Me and my notes. Romaine. Model, pastry chef, chocolatier, owner of a remodeling company. That is not a straight career trajectory. Like, how did this? I mean, that's a weird resume. Oh, now reality star. Yeah. Well, I started started as a pastry chef. And then, um, and then after I start traveling all around the world, then I start to do some, uh, doing some modeling. Then after I came here as a model and a pastry chef, then I stopped, then I start working as a construction and then end up by being a project manager. So, yeah. So did you, I, I want to go back to pastry chef because that is no joke. Did you always love to cook? Who taught you? Do you have like, these wonderful memories no, of making cookies it. as a child. No, I liked it. Whoa, the real, real story. I'm yeah. gonna, <laughs> no, can't lie to I'm me. I'm going to say it the way it is. The real, real story was I always wanted to be in the Air Force, like driving those, like, a, you know, as a pilot, right? And then until I couldn't because my eyes were, like, good enough. Then I stopped. Then I always was in the computer. And then so I did tests and everything because I was super good at school. But I did tests and everything, and it was good. And then, uh, but I hated staying in the chair. Like, I couldn't stay. Like, I was so, someone so active doing, like, so much sport every week and everything. So I couldn't. So I'm like, yeah, we've switched this. And then one day it happened that where I was with my parents in Paris, actually, working in Paris. And we dropped my mom 
uh, somewhere for like because we we um, we had a gift for her as a, like a, you know the day at the spa or whatever. And so I was walking in the street with my parents actually, and then I pass in front of the a bakery school, and I look at it and I'm like, oh, that looks cool. <laughs> and that's how it all started. <laughs> and then my dad was like, well, that's actually a you know good job and everything. So, but then after later on, we moved with my parents because they opened a business in Bretagne, so the the west side. And then, so I met a friend that was actually a baker. And so I started, uh, you know, going to school. And I don't know why, everything that, as soon as I like to do something, everything's become like really easy, easy for me. Every time, I don't know why, but- uh, It's not right. So I started to, so start to be a pastry chef. And then I was the first one at the school. I was like blowing up everything. And then I was also, um, all my tests at the school were like super high. so. <laughs> even my my i remember my teacher in math was like well man do you know that because i think i had like 18 out of 20 like uh, you know on average and he was like do you know that if you were like a little bit more focused on your own you could have 20 i'm like yeah but i think 18 is pretty good for my recipe you know I just <laughs> 18, so i'm like what would i focus more and not enjoy more with my friends <laughs> after you i'm like if I was like a like a degree of like mathematics, I get it, but I'm like, yeah, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like such an asshole. <laughs> so he moved on. But so that was easy for me. So yeah, I, I did enjoy it. After a little on, I always said that um I did enjoy it and uh, because it was easy for me. Now would uh I would have seen myself do this the rest of my life. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe in a way that would ever get a business and have people working and me working, but me doing this every morning, wake up and everything. Uh, it I was like 3 a.m. He had to be there. Yeah. It's a brutal schedule. It's a very brutal schedule. Do you still like to bake? I still, I, I still enjoy it, but I don't, I don't get to do it that often because it's just, so, we're just so crazy busy. Though. What's busy. your favorite thing to make? What, what, what would, what was the first thing you made to impress Mary? Oh. I, I think there was some, uh, some, oh yeah, it's eclair. Uh, well, you know, I like eclairs, but you had that box of, um, what are those, the little. Oh, the dome. So there was like. Um, you uh, had a pistachio and raspberry. Yeah, that was some, uh, some and, it's and called a, a mousse. So that was a biscuit on the bottom. And then there was an insert in the middle, like uh, a little bit jelly free uh, uh, with like, um, I think it was like a uh, bay. Or, or like raspberry, raspberry. Yeah. and then a mousse on top, like with, was like pistachio, and then it looks glazing. almost like gel. Right, like a bomb. Have you seen those? They're like a bomb. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, and they, it was so good. And I'm, I'm not, a, I like candy, but I'm not a big like dessert person. Um, and they were so. And good. this one, and I actually made it myself. Like I came up with the with the 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 whole like uh, recipe. Uh, recipe. Yeah. Yeah. And so. then he made us like croissants and stuff too, back when Christine and I were friends and lived together because uh, she loved croissants. And so um, he made he made us a bunch of croissants. Um, so but it just, it just really takes the time. And then also, and then also at home, you don't have like all the, you know, the material to do it and, and, and all the, um, the equipment. So it's, it's true that it's a little bit, uh, you know, more difficult and even more like now since we have no time lately. I, so, but I do still enjoy. I I have to say that I do yeah. enjoy them more than, than eat it the the pastry because before when I was making it, I was never eating anything because you just so over it. You have to taste it and try it like you oh, know all yeah. the time when you make it. So I was like, so I do actually now enjoy it. Uh, 
You must be terribly picky, though, about what places you like to go to. Oh, dessert, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get me, this I shit away like, from me. 75% of the dessert in the U.S. are not dessert for me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, but it's true. It's true. But, um, <laughs> but it's just, after it's also, it's not only for me, I'm not dessert. It's also like more art. Like personally, like the way she, but as a French, <laughs> as, as I'm more seeing that not only as like a Dan Pastry, but more as a, as a French guy with what we used to in French. Yes, 75% of that not Pastry. <laughs> <laughs> um, French are such snobs, aren't they? <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's not in bad way. I'm just no, saying. I'm joking. But it's no, just but it's just watching you two now, it, so much makes sense to me. Because you really do balance each other. And Mary, it helps you get through a lot of the crazy. It does. It does. He's, a, he's my rock. Um, he's, he's so supportive and so strong. And, and a lot of times I don't want to, to deal with my, my way of, of dealing. If I weren't on the show, I would just be like, okay, you are crazy. I'm, you are over here. I'm not ever it's speaking to you crazy. again. Like you do you, I'll do me. That's it. Well, on the show, we have to talk. We have to, because production, you know how it is. Yeah. They're like, well, no one's in your head. So you have to um, sit down and talk and explain. And then it just feels like you're talking about someone that you're like, I'm I'm over this. I don't ever want to talk about them. I don't care. I don't want that in my life. So then you keep talking about it. I was like, that, that makes no sense to me. And so he he's really good about calming me down. Or if there's something, if I'm just like, no, no more, I'm sorry. Um, then he'll like step in and he's like, we'll defend or, or say something. He's like, guys, no, like you guys need to back off. They usually um, like uh, give up when it's me that's enough. Oh yeah, they, they don't mess with him. I <laughs> I'm just so, uh, I think I'm just too stubborn for anyone of us. <laughs> oh, he's stubborn. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say, you really come off, Mary, as the most sort of approachable of I all the of all the cast. No, that's a, that's a compliment. Okay. That I always think like when I've watched, like when I've, I've watched season five, that it's just like, okay, I can understand and relate to her. Do you, have you found that with the, with the fan response? Um, yeah, I, I mean, a lot of times I, I try not to look a lot at what people are saying because negativity, I think 20 good compliments, um, and will won't outweigh the one negative one typically mm -hmm. but i'm getting better about it where i'm like you know what yeah i don't know you you don't know me so you know, it's funny it's funny because i but, think when i watch the season two i can i watch myself and i can relate to myself <laughs> Jesus. you know i'm like you know i see why he does what he does <laughs> and what he says what he says it totally yeah. makes sense it's like, all making <laughs> sense now God, who is this guy? I want to be his friend. I knew it. He's the, he's the one. Like, I mean, you know, he's like. See, why don't they show more of this on the show? They, they like... absolutely should. So I know. I would be remiss if we did not talk about fashion. Uh, you got to visit the Albright Fashion Library. Yes. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. You guys, Chriselle got to try on the iconic Versace dress, the J-Lo dress. I'm so jealous too because when we walked in, I, they didn't get this, but I thought I was like, "That's not really that dress, right?" And then I was in another dress, and like, "Okay, well, you, um, you guys, let's do it." And she was like, "They, they already had that one pulled, and, and we didn't have enough time to pull another one." And she had to put one on. I was like, 
know. But she looked, I mean, I would never have pulled it off like she did. She looked incredible. Oh, oh, yes, you have. oh, you totally oh, would have pulled it off, please. Well, it, it was actually happy to see her walking down in it. It was like even better, I think, like watching in it person. Slow. Yeah. Oh, it was gorgeous. Um, Was there a dress that you really wanted to just stuff in your tote bag and run? <laughs> um, that one probably. I mean, that, <laughs> one was, that, that one was just iconic. There was one Angelina Jolie wore on maybe a Vogue cover shoot or something, but it was so teeny tiny. I couldn't, I was like, that's a shirt. That is not, it would be a crop top, I think, on me. I don't It was so tiny. Isn't that amazing when you see those dresses and like when you go to like a costume institute, <laughs> how tiny and like Angelina Jolie is tall. And you're yeah. like, they're like little tiny people, but long. I don't, uh, I mean, besides comparing her with Emma, I don't know how you can be so teeny tiny skinny and so tall. Like, I'm, it, they're like, just. Emma is like, super thin. Itty bitty. Yeah. Well, I, well I would, I, it would fit around my arm, I think. Well, oh. my, my mother had those, my mother had those little fine bones also. I did yeah. not get those. I have like peasant bones, like big. Orange County is starting. Yeah. How do you think that's going to go? Especially because you've worked in the South Bay. Yes. Um, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about the trailer for it yet because we, we got to see it at the reunion. Um, and I my mouth literally... Like I gasped and, and, uh, Tan France is the one that is doing it. He's like, I heard you from all the way where I was like, oh, what is it? oh my God. Like I couldn't believe it. But the Orange County office is epic. It's so beautiful. Guess who made it? You? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. It I is. spent a long time doing it. How yeah. long did it take you to build, to do the build out? Probably almost a year. Close to a year though. Okay. Back in fall, like, yeah. This is something I bet you've never been asked. When you built it, did you build it prepared, prepare, pre-preparing it to be able to be used as a set? Well, no, we, I mean, we, uh, we, uh, we didn't know. I think uh, we didn't know, but the, I mean, the way we made it, it's like, it's like a museum. Like, it's like, it's so well made and so. And it's so much bigger, but it wasn't oh my made God, for a like, set. But it works really well for it's one. Like probably of like three times the size of the office that we have in uh, in LA. Well, only can I ask because in my new house, when I you know after everything being remote, I knew that when we were putting the house together, I needed the ability to be able to mm -hmm. shoot from home. So you yeah. look at things differently. You're like, I need more outlets. I need this. We need a separate breaker. You know. Yep. Going into yeah. those things. They didn't pick up the show until uh, it was, what, halfway through? Uh, I don't know. Built, I think. But I think, sure. but regardless, I think Jason, uh, we were talking with Jason and my partner. And so we we, we did like, um, and everything that Jason wants to do, like it's always has to be big. So like all the days outlet for everyone because he had like a lot of desks and everything. So, but uh, yeah, all the finishes, the desk, the, the, there was like a big set because it used to be like a, a, a bank by a uh, like long time ago. So there was like a vault completely that we rearranged. I mean, it's 
amazing. And it's it's like almost like a little safe room where you can go in there and have private meetings, and it's like completely soundproof, so people yeah. can't hear you. So it's actually a lot of things work out very well. Um, but the real estate down there is amazing, and the the yeah. um, the market is on fire, and um, there's a bunch you. of really beautiful, beautiful homes. Mm-hmm. So I I think it's going to do really well. It's gonna it's there's going to be a lot of drama, I think, on there though. Shocking. I know. So you brought up the reunion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Came out that there was there's already drama surrounding the reunion. So tell people what what has happened. Okay. Um, Well, I mean, we all got there. um, Very long day, like 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. Delivered almost. Yeah. Um, And then we we show up. um, All of us are very anxious about it. We don't want to, like, talk to Christine about everything and hash everything out. That's no fun. We've been doing it. But she she doesn't show up and says she, um, she has COVID. And um, we just all got tested on Tuesday and on Friday. Um, everyone was negative. Every, everyone's negative. And she... Oh, Amanda. Amanda. Well, Amanda tested positive. Amanda tested and so we all tested again. Yeah. Um, and, but she was... She Zoomed. Even though she barely had a voice, she Zoomed. And oh, she, was, she was bad. She was feeling bad. Yeah. Um, but so she said she tested positive, um, I guess, the night before. And, and we have our own COVID team. So right. well, they were like, okay. And they sent um, COVID, uh, our COVID team over to test her to make sure, because this whole thing's been put on. This is a main storyline. They're like, okay, let's test you and make sure. She wouldn't open the door. She was feeling too bad, apparently. She didn't want COVID team to get COVID. And then today, photos came out. Oh yeah, and then she went to um, to a shoot. Afterwards. Yeah, but she didn't have COVID anymore. Well, I, I don't know. So either, I mean, my opinion on this, um, TMZ like stopped me at the office today, and and I was just like, listen, same thing. But my opinion on this is it's unprofessional and and irresponsible and just completely disrespectful. I mean, all the way around. Um, but either she she lied and didn't come because. And, and had all of us sitting there and that is her job. She's supposed to be there. You can't just lie about stuff and don't show up. That's, that's so unprofessional. And, um, and then, or if she did have COVID, it's still completely inappropriate and, and unprofessional and disrespectful COVID. to go to another shoe and, and not tell anybody and give COVID to everybody. So one way or the other, it's not okay. No, I, I, I agree. <laughs> and from a producing point of view, and the reunion shows are so big, I would have lost my shit. Yeah. But no, plus, we, we were all so, we, I mean, we try not to let her get under our skin, but it's just a they level went of disrespect. They and beyond for, all, uh, for everything, for the set. And it, it, it's going it to is be insane. incredible. Like, they went above and beyond and did everything so well for, for that reunion, actually, for us. I, I guess in some way to say thank you, you know, for like, do for all the season doing so so well and everything so when you have like one of the cast that don't even appreciate and they don't even like have the respect to show up after everything they've been doing just to say thank you i mean but it's it's, like, it's been an ongoing thing yeah so it's it's like all of us are like shocker but it's it's still annoying and and just disrespectful to them it was one of the most expensive or the most expensive i guess reunion um set that that they've ever made they've ever made and it's like it was in when people see it they're gonna be like oh my god like 
It's it's crazy. And and it was gonna be such a good opportunity, I think, for hopefully to move forward and get to get things out in the open, let viewers understand like the backstory and, and have some clarity, um, hopefully come to to together on certain things and, and have I I don't know. It just we we weren't looking forward to it either, but we showed. Of course you did. You're a professional. Um, <laughs> season five has blown up. Yeah. The yeah, numbers are insane. Yeah. And it was always successful, but this this last season's sort of gone over the top. After four yeah. days, we're like first in the fifth if in fifteen different countries. As of right now, but they, they couldn't check for Africa and, and part of Asia. So we could have been even more. But yeah. like as of right now, like fifteen. Yeah. Well, that was I think yesterday that that came out. I mean, it's crazy. I, I, who knows? But it, it's really good, regardless. I, yeah. Um, what can we start to expect for season six? Don't worry, we will not tell anyone. Yeah. Well, if we get season six. I think pretty much we can assume you're going to get season six <laughs> since it's the number one show on we Netflix hope. right now. We J- just uh, saying. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, that's it. We, uh, we're we waiting for the green light from Netflix. But, I mean, we I mean, we all have very high hopes. And, and I can't imagine that they wouldn't pick it up with the numbers. But um, I would say... Romaine and I are uh, on our fertility journey. Um, I find like we are trying to go through the embryo freezing and stuff like that because we're not ready to to stop and and slow down just yet. But I'm turning 42, so um, so get on really it. Uh, yeah, I really don't have much time left. Two years ago, we did um, the like just a fertility check, and and I just did it again, and I have significantly less eggs um than before so that's what they told me would happen and it happened <laughs> so um so there's that and then i think you're um there's gonna be some new stuff with Chriselle. um who knows what's gonna happen with christine um we're still up in the air on that um i think the reunion will give like so, a little bit of clarity but we we really don't know on that one um I, Heather and Tarek are going through some fertility things too. Emma is just kicking ass um, right now. She has Zed's listing, and so um, a great it's twenty three million listing. Um, who else? Oh, Chelsea. I think we're. I, I think it'll be interesting. I don't know what to expect from her for next season, but um, I think it's gonna be interesting. She's actually a, a, She's really smart. She's very outspoken, um, but she she's a, she seems to have a really good heart. From what I can gather and just being around her and meeting her, she's not like, um, she's still like a girl's girl where she believes in women helping, like rising up uh, together and supporting each other and not about tearing, tearing women down and making them feel bad mm-hmm. and, and stuff. So I think she, I think she's going to be a really good addition. Well, you guys are adorable. Everyone needs to watch Selling Sunset Season 5. Catch up. The whole thing is out now. The reunion is right around the corner. And I'm so glad I got the chance to meet you guys. So nice to meet you, too. You're awesome. Thank you so much. Ahura Media Production.